It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Reds Podcast. I'm your host, James Rapine. Great to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. A lot to get to. You're going to hear from Anthony DiSclefani. You're going to hear from Jim Regelman. I'm going to discuss a few questions I have about this rebuild, about the future of the Reds organization, and so much more on today's podcast. By the way, I'm working on Doug Gray, the, the final rounds of the Major League Baseball draft. You know, as they wind out, there's like a thousand rounds. Uh, we're going to get Doug Gray on to recap the draft uh, at some point, either this week or early next week. Um, a lot to get to, and if you're new to the podcast, first off, welcome. Thanks for coming here. What we try to do is give you your daily Reds fix each and every weekday on the Locked on Reds podcast. I'm James Rapine. I cover the Reds for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And there's a bunch on our website right now at LockedOnReds.com. There's some stuff on Anthony DiSclefani. There's, uh, you can get to know the fifth overall pick, Jonathan India. Get to know 47th overall pick, Lion Richardson. Um, th- there's just a lot. Every single podcast, there's uh, my conversation with Chad Dotson, if you missed yesterday's podcast. And uh, new writer, by the way. We brought on Jeffrey Carr, who's written a couple pieces for us now at LockedOnReds.com. He looked at Anthony DiSclefani and, and kind of looked at what he had done so far in his big league career. And um, obviously he hadn't pitched on the mound since 2016, and that's where I want to start. Because he made the start yesterday for the Reds, hadn't pitched at the big league level since 2016, September of 2016. And he was okay. He wasn't awful. Started out bad. Uh, he allowed four runs in the first two innings, and it started out about as bad as you could of imagine it would, and then he settled in. Ended up pitching five innings, gave up four runs on six hits, uh, walked one, and I get it. Look, he hasn't started since, and I, I look at the date here, September 28th, 2016. The Rockies got to him early. What I thought was good, and he threw 91 total pitches, 55 for strikes, what I thought was really telling was that he was able to right the ship, right, and, and flash some. I didn't expect, did anyone expect Anthony DiScalfani to be good yesterday? I didn't. Look, the Reds, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I know I said this today on ESPN 1530, outside of Homer Bailey going seven and change on April 15th against the St. Louis Cardinals, have they had any starting pitchers go seven? Like a full seven, not six and two-thirds, not pitch into the seventh, a full seven. And that was my bigger takeaway from yesterday because I wasn't expecting Disco, as they call him, to have a big game. But the bullpen's pitching four innings every day. I mean, minimum, usually three to four innings every single day for the Reds' bullpen. And while it's their best uh, strength, best position group as a whole, it's going to wear down. It's going to get weaker. And you saw that yesterday. They lose 9-6 to Colorado. The Reds drop to 21-40 and on the season. You're going to hear from Jim Regelman in a few minutes, and he sounds like a Little League head coach towards the end of it. But uh, first, let's hear from Anthony DiScalfani. He met with reporters yesterday at Great American Ballpark following the 9-6 to loss. First two innings were uh, definitely not the way you know, I wanted to go, but um, I was able to make an adjustment there after the second inning. Um, Bucker just telling me to stay closed, um, instead of flying open, and 
you know, I guess it just gave me better results. How did this feel to be back out there after this is September of 16? Yeah, I, I mean, guys, don't get me wrong. There's no question I want to be back out there. And, you know, it feels great to be back out there, you know, competing again with the guys. And, you know, um, obviously I wish, you know, things would have, you know, went different today. Um, <clears throat> I know back in 16 I kind of came back and, um, you know, I was solid there from the get-go. But um, I would like to do that now. But, um, you know, just, you know, tough one today. But a little adrenaline, a little rush the first two minutes. Yeah, yeah, no question. Definitely adrenaline. Like I said, you know, excited to be back out there, and you know, I'm glad I can compete. But you know, at the same time, I'm out here competing now. This isn't. It's not spring training. It's not. You know, rehab starts. You know, these games count. And you know, to go. You know, down. You know, 4-0 after two innings is. You know, it's not acceptable. So, um, but you know, at the same time, got to make adjustments and you know, just look forward and you know, uh, got to start off better than that. Um, you know, I can't get in the hole that early, and you know, I was going to try to make adjustments and be better next time out. That's Di Scalfani after the game, and like I said, I was pleased. I was fine with it. I wasn't expecting to go out there and deal. Did I expect four runs in the first two innings? No. But as a whole, did I expect him to struggle some, give up four runs in five innings, and throw 90 pitches? That's about right. It's about right. Going into yesterday, that's about where my expectations were. So overall... Anthony DiScofani, that's good. I need to see more of you. I want you to develop. I want you to stay healthy. Maybe Disco sucks, right? And I'm not going to say sucks, but maybe he's not that good. Maybe he's not a part of the long-term solution in the rotation. I want to figure that out this year. And it's June 6th. You have three months to figure it out. You have 100 games to figure it out. And I hope he stays healthy the rest of the year because if he's a, a big part of of the, this Reds' future, it might be determined in the next 100 games. And the the 21 and 40 record doesn't bother me as long as they use the, the next 100, what, 101 games. That's right, 101 games to, <laughs> my math is really good, clearly, 101 games to evaluate the young talent. By the way, Jesse Winker, outfield, I get it. I get the gripe. I need him playing every day. Maybe that means AAA, but I need him playing every day. And if that means, here's what I would do. And call me crazy. I'll get to more of this. I want, I want to play the Jim Riggleman after the game in a second. But as far as the outfield goes, I think I might consider moving Jesse Winker to AAA. But James, you've been ripping the Reds. I, I, I get it. Duvall would still ride pine. <laughs> Adam Duvall isn't good. He would be riding pine. I would do that. It, it would be a trade-off. I would bring up the Reds' top prospect, Nick Senzel. I would move Jesse Winker down. And I would move Scooter Jeanette to the outfield. How about that? How about that? There's your take. Scooter, outfield, Winker, AAA to work on his outfield, his defense. Maybe build some confidence up. Oh, and Duvall, bench. You can be our fourth outfielder. And it's not like there are days where Duvall wouldn't get playing time. They could give Nick Senzel a rest day or Jose Peraza a rest day and, and Scooter Jeanette could play there and you could put Senzel at short or third or whatever. I mean, there there's certainly options. But I need to figure out what Scooter Jeanette is. The trade deadline is... A month and three weeks away. Figure it out. You figure it out by putting Scooter in there and, and putting him into the outfield. And maybe you don't have to move Winker. I, I don't care, but I, I don't. that doesn't matter to me as much. I want Winker playing. If that's next to Billy Hamilton and Scooter Jeanette, I think that's less likely. I think Scott Shebler is the most reliable of the three when you're talking about Duvall, Hamilton, Shebler. Maybe you put Shebler in center and you bench Hamilton at times. 
it's it's interesting to see they, they have a bunch of flawed outfielders. One's young, but I need to figure out what he is. And the only way you figure out what he is is by letting him play. You also need to find a way to get Nick Senzel up here soon. I think I think he's ready. I, I Doug Gray, RedsMinorLeagues.com, thinks he's ready. He's a major league player playing in AAA. Get him up here. See what he can do. And Scooter Jeanette, obviously you're not benching him because he's playing out of his mind. So put him in the outfield. I think it would do well. In worst case, it doesn't work in the outfield. You put him back in at second. Best case, it adds to his trade value, shows how versatile he could be. You either trade him or say, you know what? He's a part of our long-time solution, long-term solution. Let's extend him. Gather information. I'm all about the Reds gathering information. Get info for the future. I said it at the beginning of this season when this podcast made its debut. I said that this is a set-the-table year. The Reds need to figure out what dishes should be at the table in 2019. You set the table for next year. Who can be a part of it? Who can be a part of the dinner? Next year, I want the Reds to eat. And by that, I I know that sounds crazy. I want them to have success next season. And it might sound insane right now because they're 21 and 40, but that's still the mindset. 2019. And with that, speaking of mindsets... How about this from Jim Riggleman? I thought Anthony did fine. He, um, you know, first couple innings, uh, they got some hits and um, just, um, you know, maybe a, a little rust on him. He, he, he left a breaking ball up to Blackman with a couple strikes, and, and Blackman uh, hit it down the right field corner. Um, then the, um, you know, inning later, a home run. Then I thought he really settled down. The ball was coming out of his hand good. Um, very pleased with the results um, after the first um, couple innings. Uh, you know, he had thrown a lot of pitches, but the, the remaining three, he, he really uh, minimized the pitches, and, uh, you know, he looked like his old self. Obviously, you've been around this game a long time and seen that before. The adrenaline probably pumping for him, but once he settled in, that's good going forward for him, right? Yeah, we, we hope we can build on that, and, um, you know, that's a good lineup he's facing over there, and, um, you know, they're going to get you if, if you're not sharp, and when you haven't been out there in a big league game for a while, you got a chance to not be sharp those first couple. Jimmy, you guys fall behind early, fall behind big, but then you come back 17 hits in the game, and you have the tie and run at the plate to end the game. Yeah, and, um, you know, just unfortunate. Um, we let it get away from us in the middle of the game, but, um, you know, the effort, the intensity, I couldn't be happier with the way the guys are getting after it. You know, um, sometimes it's, it's little things, just running balls out and, uh, taking an extra base, that type of stuff. We, you know, we, we did everything right. We just, uncharacteristically, uh, un- un- our bullpen uh, gave up some runs tonight. That's Jim Riggleman, Fox Sports Ohio, after the Reds' 9-6 to loss to the Rockies. I want to react to that because I, I got what he was saying about Anthony DiScofani, but there was a 27-second piece that stood out to me, um, and it's, well, it's interesting. We'll get to that next on the Lockdown Reds podcast. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, so Jim Riggleman made those comments. And did anything stand out to you 
Because I was on some good little league teams. I was on some bad little league teams. And overall, usually the message was the same because it's a little league. Oh, good job, guys. Good effort. We hustled. We just made a couple of mistakes. Listen to Jim Riggleman again. You know, the effort, the intensity, I couldn't be happier with the way the guys are getting after it. You know, um, sometimes it's it's little things, just running balls out and uh, taking an extra base, that type of stuff. We, you know, we, we did everything right. We just, uh, un, uncharacteristically, our bullpen uh, gave up some runs tonight. We did everything right. The effort and intensity was there. Go get your Capri Sun, your juice box, your snack, your peanut butter and crackers, your cheese, whatever the hell the, the post-game snack is. Go do that, Reds. You kidding me? I get it. It's the rebuild. And hell, I, I've admitted, I don't even base how I'm feeling about the Reds based on the results, based on the final score. Mark my words, this is the last time, last season, that will be the case, by the way. There will be no more all rebuild Let's not tie a grade to the to the record, except for this year. This year, to me, is about, again, setting the table. So I get Jim Riggleman's in a weird spot. That being said, doesn't it sound like he's like, yeah, well, we, we gave it our best. Look at the talent. I don't know. I just, or stop bleeping up, <laughs> Red. Stop having base runner errors and stop messing up in the field and, and stuff like that. Like, they've had errors. They've had, and it's not just Jesse Winker I'm talking about. This team, and yes, it rallied, and it was 9-6, to six, and there was a chance at times. It just had so many mistakes yesterday. Base running mistakes. Situational errors. They're not good enough to have those things and overcome them. And they had them yesterday. They've had them a lot this year. They've had errors in the field. Scooter Jeanette, that's another reason why I would prefer to move him to the outfield to see if he can be better there. Like, to me, I just, it seems like he's accepting the reality. And I don't want him to accept that. It, am I crazy? Am I reading too much into that? Because that's how it felt to me. I heard that. And I know Paul Doherty of the Cincinnati Enquirer wrote about that today. I don't want him to be accepting of the Reds losing. That being said, I also want him to be on board with the rebuild. And the, the best way, I, I'll be honest, the best way for this to work is for Jim Riggleman to fill a spot until the end of the year. Then bring someone else in between now and then play the young guys and figure out what you have. Figure out if Nick Senzel can start at second next year. Figure out if Scooter Jeanette is going to be a part of the long-term outfield. Same thing with Jesse Winker. Figure out who it's going to be. What Disco can do. If Sal Romano, who's on the mound tonight for the Reds, first pitch at 7-10, if he can be part of it. Figure out who can be, who can't be. And then this offseason... I'll be honest, it's about going out, making trades, spending money, getting free agents to try to be competent next year with a new manager. Give the new manager, whether it's Barry Larkin or whoever else you want to talk about, and there's plenty of names out there, Joe Girardi, go out there with a new manager that has a a deck that might not be stacked. I mean, the Yankees have a stacked deck, right? So not a stacked deck, but a competent deck. And right now they don't have that. And part of this year is about figuring out who can be a part of that deck. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You can follow me on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Reds. Please subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and check out LockedOnReds.com for articles, opinions, 
every single podcast, and so much more. Until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening and getting your daily Reds fix with the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 